Tonight, we're taking your questions and talking about kink. Welcome to another episode of BSing with Barrack and Sheba on the Erotic Awakenings Broadcast Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast includes frank discussions and sometimes silly discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or by our sense of humor or are prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Exactly. Exactly. So we have... um, just in case you are curious, we have a guest in the uh, studio audience tonight. We have a very special we guest. Have a, very, a very special guest. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, this is Spanky Ray. Spanky Ray has uh, is our collared submissive sl- slash slave. Actually, I don't really. No. Think yes, that's, that's a brand new thing. Yeah. Actually, no. officially. Officially, that's correct. Yeah. We officially collared her. She had been in. Um, uh, she had been in a training collar for a year, and. Uh, now she has uh, received her, quote, permanent collar, which is permanent for the next 11 and a half months, <laughs> because we don't we don't we don't we don't believe in permanent being a permanent collar. And uh, this is probably different than other people do it. But we even our marriage, we will renew every year to make sure that we still want to be doing it. Yeah. Because have you guys met Barrick? Right. <laughs> hey, wait, that's I'm just saying. Hey, now. I decide every year that I want to be with you again for another year. Are you? And I decided again this year I wanted to be with you well, again. Well, that's good. For another year. It would suck because <laughs> otherwise it'd be left with your car payment. And, <laughs> <laughs> You'd be left with a few other payments, actually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, uh, so what, are we, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, what are we talking about tonight? You wanna, do you want to jump right into a question? Yeah, sure. What the hell? Let's jump right into something, something right. kinky and fun. All right, so um, there's a couple of them that are kind of interesting, and uh, and uh, let's let's start with the uh, let's start with the one from uh, your friend, from uh, from Mr. Dan, from Mr. Dan. Shout out to Mr. Dan. He had a very very good question, and I promised to handle it on the air tonight. You like handling Mr. Dan, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, his question was. <laughs> Zoom right over that Exactly. One. Where is a good place to go on the web to find dungeons around the country? So, big picture, mm-hmm. you know, when kinky folks go on vacation and we want to, you know, find out what's going on in the city that we are going to be in, where do we find that information out? Well, personally, um, I'll start about, a, I, I mean, this is just me. I'll start about a month out. And uh, about a month out, I'll start um, looking at the town we're going to be in, uh, like on FetLife. You know, um, and I'll start looking at the town we're going to be in and I'll like, there's a, there's a search engine that you can search up the name of the town. And then from there, I'll look at, uh, the groups in town and the size of the groups on the net. And then I'll size queen. uh, That's true. (laughs) And then I'll look at the, uh, some of the conversations, uh, that they have and see if they're kind of jiving with my, with my energy and with what I want to do. And then I'll start a conversation up with the leader or, or whoever seems like a, a more prominent figure in that area. And I'll say, Hey, uh, you know, Sheba and I are going to be in the area and we're interested in perhaps checking out your local stuff. Is there going to be any events? Is going to, there's something interesting there. Is there, is there a munch while we're there? Mm-hmm. Is there, is there yeah. something for kinky people down in your area? Mm-hmm. And normally mm-hmm. I'll get a pretty good answer. Uh, and it, normally it isn't fuck off. Yeah. You know, normally uh, it's just one of those things that I'm, I'll be like, well, Hey, sure. Yeah, you there's know. other ways you can look things up, too. I mean, Absolutely. not just FetLife. You can definitely Google, Google it. it. Right. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, there was, there used to be a BDSMRoundtable.com that had it. Um, there's a couple of, if you look up. Um, there used to be some kind of like huge list mm-hmm. of. Yeah, there, there was, um, 
Oh, what was that? What was that name of that? There was a there was a young lady in the back of a magazine. It used to have all the different. Do you remember what the hell was that? Are you talking about uh, Power Exchange? Oh the, yeah, that's not around anymore. No, it's not around anymore. Yeah. Um, there there is a there is you know a couple of sites. If you look up BDSM BDSM events, like just Google BDSM events, you will find uh, lists and lists of different things and stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on various time frames, I know that Wicked's on a couple of them. I know that Cope's on a couple of them, and they're they're people just get a, a hair up their butt and say, you know what, I'm going to compile information all over the country, and they mm-hmm. they go wild and spend like months compiling information um, for all the local areas or larger local places. Right. And they'll and they'll but list that's it on better the to do than to than to just guess when you're when you get there because what happened to me when I went with because I went on a on a girls trip out to um, Vegas right, right. and we didn't think about it until we got there. Holy shit! You know we could go to a kink event while we're out here mm-hmm. and have a little bit of fun. And unfortunately, you know we didn't look in advance or maybe we would have changed the dates right. that we were going right. to correspond to a party that was happening. Yep. So I would recommend looking as soon as you know where you're going to go. You know, start looking on FET to see, you know, what groups are in that area and what you can get into and what events are coming up. Well, that's what we did when we went out to Rolling Thunder a couple years ago. Right, exactly. We looked up. Yeah, we looked up in the area, and it it happened to be uh, uh, British Lucky Paul's area, and he had a, he just happened to have. A party going a on memorial that. party yeah. memorial mm-hmm. weekend uh, party that we were able to get a, invited to and and we went out there with our bikes and had a blast with with, with you Lucky riding Paul your bike on in a kilt that yeah, was pretty yeah. damn funny it hurt like a motherfucker yeah, I when, bet. I, when I burnt the shit out of my <laughs> thigh yeah. okay if you own a Harley Davidson um, do not ride do not ride in, a, in kilt. a kilt or if you do figure out some way to put some heat shielding over over your <laughs> over your inner thigh over your over your exhaust because man you let me tell you you you, you know especially there are on certain a dresser, things you don't want to burn <laughs> yeah on a dresser on a dresser if you have dual exhausts one of the uh one of the pipes comes out underneath your left thigh right by your knee and ooh, man you hit that with a bare knee and ouch mm-hmm. that stings a little bit speaking of bikes i can't wait to unveil oh yeah the yeah. changes to my bike yep, yep. this year at uh the uh, annual ride. Yep, at the so. AIS. The AIS ride, that's going to be, uh, I think it's August 11th mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this year. Yeah. And uh, we'll have the AIS lifestyle ride. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get more announcements uh, as it gets closer. But yeah, you'll be unveiling your bike at that point. Yeah, and not only mm-hmm. is it blinged, now it's pink and blinged. Pink and blinged. <laughs> yep. One of, one of Sheba's uh, Christmas presents was uh, I had her bike painted. And it looks very similar to the way it does, except for the, all the panels are now... Are now kind of like a bubblegummy hot pink. It's not bubblegummy hot pink. What is it? It's breast cancer awareness pink. Oh, it's breast cancer awareness pink. <laughs> because I love the tatas. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got from that topic to tatas. I don't know. You're always, you're always doing. I'm always talking about tatas. You know, I can see your nipples. They are arising. They are arising. Yeah. Yes, that's what happens when it's a. It became. It was going to be a no shower Sunday, but we decided to go ahead and shower. But mm-hmm. it is a stay in your pajamas Sunday. It is a pajama Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Although I don't know how they're going to take that at the giant beagle down the street. I don't care how they take it. <laughs> my, my naughty bits are covered. That's true. That's true. But your nipples are poking. Yeah, but so what? They're covered and poking. They were, someone described them as like M&M's. Do they look like M&M's? I don't think so, no. No? 
Yeah, because they're not like pencil erasers. They're much bigger than pencil erasers. They're bigger than pencil they're much erasers. Bigger than pencil. I mean, they are the size of M and M's. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're bigger than M and M's. No, the peanut M and M's. Peanut. Okay, peanut M and M's. I'll take peanut M and M's. You didn't think they meant regular M and M's, did you? I did. I thought they meant regular M and M's. I was need, incensed you by need that. To clarify. <laughs> you need to clarify. Speaking of incensed, oh my goodness! Yeah, no, let's not go there. No, I know. I think we should shout go there. out to Sir David. I love you, man. Uh, all right. So, so here's what happens, right? Right. She comes to me and she is jumping up and down. I mean, literally, like smoke is rolling out her nostrils and her ears and every orifice she has, you know. And she looks at me and she says. They thought I was a fucking submissive and you were the master. And I went, I'll be somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And she wrote back and, you know, because I, okay. So if you demanding an apology in person on his knees. (laughs) So if you don't, if you don't. If you don't know what the dynamic is between Beric and I, let me give you a tad bit of edification. <laughs> we are a 50-50 relationship. Mm-hmm. There is no dominance or submission between the two of us. Nope. So. Nope. Actually, actually, we switch with each other if you want to really get yeah, down to Yeah, sometimes I sit on his face. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he sits on, on mine. Right. Exactly. It's, <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, we totally, sexually, we totally switch. Um, we don't we don't play a lot together. We'll do some rope together. We don't play a lot of, together anymore because she's more toppy and I'm not much into to, into being bo- into bottoming uh, in, in kink. Um, but in sex, oh, I'll totally bottom. Mm-hmm. I will be at the bottom of that that. that that, she, that Sheba pile, there's no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt of that. So, yes, there is no barrack and slave Sheba. <laughs> oh yeah. and, and, and it's, a, you know, I'll tell you, it's, 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 a, frequent, it's a frequent misunderstanding. I think I, that it's a Midwestern thing because think? that was not something that happened to us when we were on either coast, when yeah, we were on that's true. That's the true. West Coast or the East Coast. Yep. Nobody assumes and makes that kind of a judgment just mm-hmm. because... You're a male and obviously dominant. Yep. yep. And, and I'll tell you, even nowadays, if I, I'll tell you, if even if I see a collar on a, on a woman or a man, I always ask him, you know, I always ask him, how do you identify? Right. Because there are some there are some women that I've seen wearing collars and you ask them, well, how do you identify? Oh, well, I'm a mistress and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, then why are you wearing a collar? Well, it's a fashion statement. Can't you tell? I don't have a ring around it. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> OK, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to offend you. And, and I, I, I really don't. I'm just kind of curious if you're walking around with a collar on. I, I, I kind of go toward day. Hey, you're on the S side of the coin. But. Even nowadays, you know, it's like it's like pregnant women, right? You do not want to ask that question. You do not want to ask that question. Mm -mm. You don't. Unless you see legs coming out of them, (laughs) don't ask them if they're pregnant or not. Because if you're wrong, you're going to get the shit slapped out of you. And I'm a nurse, right? Even if if people come waddling up to the desk, you know, with, with, with three feet of abdomen, and I'm like, how can we help you? And they're like looking down and they're, you know, they're, you know, obviously they're pregnant, but you can't say it because if you say it all they, you know, and, and they're not pregnant, they're just a little overweight. You go, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the same thing. Don't assume either way. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. there are, there are many uh, male S types out there and there are many female S types out there. There are many male uh, D types out there, many female D types out there. 
each person is capable of self-identifying in the moment. So ask them before making assumptions. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to, you know, what happens when you assume? You make an ass. Uh-huh. That's true. Um, So do we want to go to another question or do we want to talk about where we've been, what we're doing, where we've been doing it? I, 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 we're okay with talking about what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been doing? Me? I have been going to meet and greets like crazy. Yes. We had that whole weekend, the December 14th meet and greet. Mm -hmm. And then the 15th, we had the party, which was a really great party. I saw a really great turnout of people who loved to have a mask on and be in masquerade. Totally. So I think we're going to make it a yearly thing. Okay. If so. you're wanting that. Yeah, you know I love to play dress up. I know you do. And now I have an entire group of people that I know like to dress up too. Well, what about just making a party for that? Well, I want to hit people too. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. combination that really gets me. Right, right. The combination. <laughs> it's yeah, like the Lone Ranger, like I wear a mask and then hit people. Who was that? Who was that guy who There's there's some group out there called the Lone Rangers. Do they specialize in horse I play? I have no idea what they Pony I, play? I, I forgot what play? it was, but it was like the Lone Rangers. I'm like uh isn't that like an oxymoron? Isn't there supposed to be one Lone Ranger? Or if you were Rangers, would you be alone? You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. I, Is that like Walker, Texas Ranger? I don't know, but I did see that movie. Uh, or what was the book that we that I like to like listen to on tape that has the guy named Ranger in it? Oh, that's Stephanie Plum, the oh, Stephanie Plum novel. Yeah, that you like. <sighs> when he goes, babe. <laughs> okay, so where else have we been? Oh, we went to the New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Um, some friends of ours had a private party mm-hmm. on New Year's Absolutely. Eve. Thank you for inviting us over. We had a great time, yeah. and we well, rang a, in the New Year, didn't we? It was like a combination friendly gathering play party, and there was uh, some furniture there, and there was uh, a whole bunch of friends and liquor and all kinds of stuff. Now, none of us, of course, were playing while we were drinking. We no, that would be no, wrong. No, that would be wrong. We don't do that. <laughs> But there were people having a great time, and, and, and I had a great time. So th- shout out to the people who uh, organized that event. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great again one more time. So um, that, was, that was great. Can we take another question? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead. What, which question do you want to take? Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. What's this about anal sex? I thought you might like that one. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a partner. She wants to have anal sex. Obviously, I'm happy to oblige, but we are kind of at a loss for what to do. I mean, we have lubricant, but we aren't sure how she's going to clean first, and we are debating the use of a condom. Neither of us has any STDs, but she's convinced I will get an infection if I don't wear a condom. Thoughts? Mr. Anonymous. Mm -hmm. What's your thought on anal sex, Barrick? Do you have a sand on that? Actually, I have a kneel on that. Um, I, I, as a matter of fact, I was just talking about this with somebody um, about about uh, for me, receiving anal sex is more is more distracting than anything. You know, I don't I don't not even a finger. Um, it depends. You know, it depends. If I feel really clean, I'm down with it. You know, like if I if I what about a rim job? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Absolutely <laughs> fine. As long as as long as I'm clean. 
Okay. You know, I don't, I don't, really you don't want to feel self-conscious while someone's got Absolutely. their face in your ass. Absolutely. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have swamp ass while somebody's, you know, I think that somebody does not want you right, to have swamp right. ass either. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, if I've been working all day and, and, you know, I've been working all day and have gone through the day, day with my daily ablutions and all that stuff. And, and, you know, it's the end of the night and, um, you know, I've been sweaty and I've been whatever. And, and I, you know, yeah, I'll happily have my ass rim job. You know, I'll happily get a rim job if, I have a chance to take a shower and, and clean myself and, you know, uh, present a, a, a cleanly uh, pal, uh, uh, plate for them to, uh, <laughs> to lick off of. Yeah, that's, Aww. that's fine. So um, nice of you. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with anal penetration for me as long as it's as long as whoever knows what they're doing. Right, because the majority of people have no fucking clue what they're doing. You know, they just stick a finger in there and spin it around like it's some kind of drill bit. And, um, <laughs> and that's, it's just not. It hurts. You know, it's not fun. You know, I have a I have a fairly tender butt. Aww. Right, I have a fairly tender butt, and I you know so so with a lot of lube. <laughs> the girl is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the girl is turning. You've heard of Fifty Shades of Grey. The girl has turned Fifty Shades of Pink. And, um, no, the, the thing about it is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is uh, that I would much rather. I would much rather be. Um, you know, I, it takes. It, it's like slow. Go slow. Uh-huh. Uh, that's that's my stance on that. And when I'm, on the receiving end, on the receiving end, and when I'm giving. I, I'm the same way. You know, I tend to be a little more slow about it. I tend to uh, take my time, start with a little finger, move up, move up, move up. Um, and, and uh, you know, start with very small butt plugs and, uh, and then move up as we stretch out the, the sphincters. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you just go from zero to 60, if you just jump into the ass rape, yeah. man, that's not much fun. No. Well. You can cause a lot of damage. Right. Yeah, for the person receiving, and you can cause a lot of damage because uh, with with a little bit of lube and no and no um, and no preparation, you know the 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 external anal sphincter is is fairly ten is fairly um, fragile. Mm-hmm. You know, so you go in for the you go in for the uh, let's say the average cock is six inches long and and about one 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 and a half inches thick. Right. If you go in for for a for a for a pounding without any lube, that's not very fun. Mm-mm. It's not very fun. No. Yeah. So as to the question, um, as far as lubricant, you can never have enough lube when you are having mm-hmm. any kind of anal sex. Lube, 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 lube to the point that you use an entire bottle um, because you can never have too much, in my opinion. Um, how to clean first, whether or not to clean first. It's going to be like entirely up to the people who are playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer definitely for my partner to feel comfortable and feel clean because they're going to feel less self-conscious going into it. Um, and I have no problem helping my partner with that. There's an added amount of play that you can do if you are helping your partner um, with the cleaning ahead of time. Um, there's just something really erotic about um, filling up your partner's ass with warm water and then you know making them sit there in front of you and hold it in until the last possible moment (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. of course you can either stay in the room and help them with a little bit of humiliation or you can exit the room and allow them a little bit of privacy while they empty out the Mm -hmm. contents of their bowels um but either way um i recommend you know starting with your uh 
who's ever got the highest amount of comfort level necessary, start with them their their level first. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so if she wants to be really super clean and you don't care, go go with her level of super clean. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, debating use of a condom. I would say, for my own comfort, I would prefer the use of a condom, or if there's going to be fingers in my ass, I prefer the use of gloves, simply because there can be, um, like, nicks on your fingers, your fingernails could have a sharp edge on them. Um, I don't, I mean, most toys do not have sharp edges, but I still prefer to use a condom over my toys. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel more comfortable about uh, using them with multiple people if I use a condom on them every time I'm having vaginal or anal sex for that matter. Um, So that's my thought on that. As far as... um, getting an infection from not wearing a condom, I would say as long as she doesn't have an infection, you're not going to get one. Well, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to. Do you have some medical expertise yeah, on that? Yeah, I'll have some medical expertise on that. If you, do, if you don't know, I'm, I'm a registered nurse and, um, um, in, and have been working in, in emergency, se- emergency setting, room settings for, for, uh, well over a decade. And, um, uh, and I've been a nurse for about 18 years now, but, um, so what I will say is, is from a medical standpoint, I mean, I can't give you advice in terms of, I can't give you medical advice unless I, you were actually in my care. But uh, since you're not, I will, I will say from my standpoint, um, the, 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 the intestines are essentially a straight tube from your mouth to your ass. You know, they're, they really are. They're a straight tube from your mouth to your ass. And, and part of uh, getting rid of waste products, including bacteria and, and everything, is, is, is rectally. And so what happens is if you are to not use a condom and, and, and if you were to get fecal material in your urethra, um, it, could, it could cause, it could travel, cause a little bit of infection, cause some local infection in terms of um, some, some basic urethritis. Um, it, it, don't get me wrong. The, it's endless, the possibilities are endless. Anytime you expose mucous membranes or, or, or openings in the body, whether they be your, um, uh, your urethra or your, or your anal cavity or your anal vault, um, anytime you expose that to different, different bacteria than that, than, than that's in your, already in your body, you have, you have a likelihood of infection. So, I mean that is a that is a high possibility. It's not assured. You know, if you clean off um, and you clean yourself and you've, you know, pretty much lubed yourself up, the, the chances are lower. So, but I always mm-hmm. recommend using condoms um, whenever there's a possibility of fecal material getting into your your urethra or or entering your body in some way. Okay. So that's 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 my quote medical thought on it. <laughs> Well, thank goodness for your medical opinions. <laughs> Speaking of opinions, if you'd like to hear some more, um, there is more to hear on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network. Each week, you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening Podcast with Dan and Don. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. And once monthly, you can catch a special episode of Erotic Awakening, hosted by none other than Lee Harrington. So, um... Before we take the next question, let's talk about where we're going to be. What's coming up? Well, um, I'll tell you. We have, uh, we have nothing coming up. Bullshit. Okay. There's something coming up this Friday. Uh, uh, this coming Friday? Yeah, we have, uh, we have the January meet and greet. 
which is always going to be a good time, especially this time because we ha- it's the last meet and greet before Wicked. Mm, so it's a good time to come out and meet mm-hmm. people that, that are going to be going to Wicked. Yep. Yeah. It's a oh. great. It's it's one of those great times that that you'll be able to set play dates. You'll be able to meet people who um, who may be joining us for the event and uh, start start the negotiation process, or at least get your flirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're brand new to the community, it's a good way to meet people ahead of time, so mm-hmm. that there's a comfort level, and you can say, "Hey, I recognize that face when you get to Wicked." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and it, uh, yeah, you're right. And and it's it's so nice to go to an event and and already know you know, a handful of people. So you don't feel like a stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm, I'm really excited because our last one, uh, the December meet and greet was a great time. We had, you know, 60, 80 people and, and it was a blast. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. We normally have somewhere between 60 and hundred people, mm-hmm. um, local kinksters, kinksters come from all around, you know, 50, hundred miles and, and they come out to, to and- just, just shoot some pool. Uh, have some great conversation, eat some crappy bar, fried bar food. Uh, it's not crappy. Actually, they have pretty yeah, good bar actually, food. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they have pretty good bar food. At least I love the potato skins. Mm. You know, and the, and the drinks are flowing. And I like the fried mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. are good. And the drinks are flowing. And it's always, I mean, it's always great because you just, you just have a great time. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things. And then. Um, January 17th. We got the next series mm-hmm. of the New to Kink meetings. Yep, the New to Kink meetings are starting up as of January seventeenth. We're changing the date to a Thursday. Um, so this year they'll all be on Thursdays. Uh, well, no, this just cycle, this month, just this just cycle, just this cycle, right? So the cycle lasts for four months. The cycle lasts for four months. We do, we do. The first one is um, Intro to Kink Parties, which is great because perfect timing, perfect timing for Wicked. <laughs> it's um, Intro to Kink Parties and all that. Uh, so we'll be talking about how to interact. Um, how to be safe, how to be sane, how to be somewhat consensual, or how to be somewhat safe, somewhat sane, and, and very, Mostly. Con- very consensual <laughs> at, at the events, how to, how to say no, um, how, to, how to meet how to people, say yes. how to say yes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then. And then. <laughs> February 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. None other than Winter Wickedness. <laughs> if you don't know already, Winter Wickedness is the anniversary party that became a, lar- a larger party uh, for AS. It was our first party. No. Yeah, the yeah. anniversary oh, yeah, party yeah. The was anniversary our first was party. The first big party. Um, mm-hmm. we had, up until the time, we had, we had done a whole bunch of smaller parties at, at, um, at a swing club. And this was our first really big hotel party. Yeah. We had uh, 96 people, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. We had 96 <laughs> people at this party um, in the back room of a very uh, small hotel. And, that and, we like to uh, call we, the flea bag <laughs> <laughs> with affection. Yeah, we affectionately <laughs> call the flea bag. And um, it was a great time. We had, uh, we, had a, we had a load of people. We had a bunch of furniture. And everybody had a great time. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger since. I yeah. like when things get bigger and bigger. Yeah. I remember, I tell you, you know, the th- I think I still remember about that event what? was there was, uh, there was, uh, there was a guy who used to be called the fire God. <gasps> oh, that's that right. Scene? I remember that. <laughs> you remember that scene? Oh, so there was a guy who used to be called fire, fire God. And we had a person who used to be on our staff a long time ago. Um, and they were playing and I, I wasn't paying attention too much to him. Cause I thought, you know, well, if he's called the fire God, then he obviously knows what the fuck he's doing. But, uh, I don't know about that. 
So I hear this explosion and see this gigantic burst ball of, of flame ball, ball come of flame. up of this woman's body. <laughs> and this blood-curdling scream <laughs> that literally stopped all the play, all the socializing. <laughs> and it, there was this explosion in the... All was, heads turned. Right, this explosion in this blood-curdling scream and everything stopped i mean the music it was like it was like the you know back then we used to play music on 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 um on vinyl and you know you heard it scratch across the thing and i'm kidding you really didn't but everything stopped and you know the first thing that went through my head was well there there it goes that's the end it was good while it lasted (laughs) you know because i was thinking you know he's going to burn down the hotel with this fucking ball of flame it was it was amazing and um, luckily, we had plenty of silvadine cream and a lot of ice and some, <laughs> <laughs> a fair amount of water towel, towels. And, and uh, yeah, it was. Ah, uh, learning experiences. Yeah. After the first date, everything. And she was fine. After, oh, yeah. After skin grafts. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yes. So I have a really quick announcement at, to, to make. Actually, a little shout-out to Natural Born Kingster out of Queensland, Australia. Thank you for sending me a fat message. You confirmed that we are international. That's cool. That's cool. And, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send a little shout-out to, uh, to Bad Bunny. Who's Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny is, uh, is someone who listens to our uh, um, uh, podcasts from out in Indianapolis Way. Oh. Or Indiana, out in oh. Indiana. Right. So we're countrywide too. We're co- we're, well, it's yes. kind of a letdown. Well, no, no. You there's, know, there's Australia, people. Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of fun going around all over the country. All over the country, outside the country too. Out, apparently, outside the country. according to Natural Born, that's true. <laughs> so down under, they apparently do things just as kinky as we do. What's that? Oh, you know, you know how I saw I saw this online. Don't try to fake the accent. No, no, I'm not going to. I don't <laughs> you know, you know the difference between an Australian kiss and a French kiss, right? Uh uh-uh. uh An Australian kiss is the same as a French kiss. It's only down under. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's take at least one more right, question. One more question. Uh, so I, I wanted to I wanted to bring up the question of registering your slave. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. so we got this question a while back. It says it says hi. Um, I'm a slave down in uh, uh, South Ohio, and I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious if uh, you feel that registering your slave is important. I am a slave, and I'm con- kind of curious and concerned whether or not I should get myself registered, and how do I do that? Also, does it really matter? Because, and, and you know, after, after speaking with this person for a couple times, she was, she was concerned that other slaves did not think she was a true slave. Oh, the one true way one of slavery. Slave, <laughs> until she had a slave number and a barcode tattooed on her forehead. Oh, on her forehead. No. No, I've seen him on the ass. Yes. I've seen him as a tramp stamp. We've actually put one on something. <laughs> um, but yes. So. Uh, Where's the girl going to get hers? What? Yeah. I, we'll have to determine whether or not the girl wants hers. Mm. So t- mm. here to answer that question is somebody who just got her slave number today. 
<laughs> so let's let's ask let's ask this question to her first. So, do you feel that you are a true slave <laughs> without a slave number? Well, first of all, I know better than to fall into the trap of answering whether I think I'm a true slave. Period. Um, I I was surprised when you handed me that paper today with my registration on it. I had um, I had known about the registry and um, seen other slaves talk about their numbers or have pictures of that on their profile. But I hadn't really given much thought to it. So I'm going to say that I, I have felt owned and I have felt um, my role as a slave very deeply without having the registration number. I'm actually still thinking about how I feel now that I have one. I'm mm. not sure. So, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's not like... Oh my God, they've registered me and now they own me forever. It's just, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what it means or what it means to me. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about the tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I I wonder if that answers the question. Um, My curiosity was, um, you know, amongst your peer group, who who are who are S types or slave types? Is there? I mean, there's some people who put a tremendous amount of validity mm-hmm. in having in being registered as a slave, and then there are other people who are like, yeah, whatever. But and, see, with this site, you don't have to pass a test. You don't have to get any kind of certification. You don't have to do anything in order to earn this. Well, it's it's not, number. So then, how would it have any type of why would it make you any more valid than well it's like it's like for instance when we like i bought i bought a pair of bose speakers so right? does that make you a valid listener of music well, no more uh, valid than someone who listens to it on a kenwood no no i guess I, where i'm going with that is 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 registering your slave like registering your bose speakers i mean it does it get do you get a warranty with it Oh. Will they? Will they, you know? Will, you, you know, will <laughs> they replace your you slave at no cost? <laughs> Should you break it? Right. Right. <laughs> if, right. If you break your slave, can you send them back for repairs? If you drop your slave into the toilet and has water damage, right. what happens? Right. Is it, are they still covered by the warranty? In that case? <laughs> no, I, I, I think the registration process. I think the registration process is more about. It's not necessarily about like. um, For us, I think it was. It was more symbolic. It was more symbolic. It was more to honor Mm -hmm. what right the commitment and what you've done in the past year to to step into the role, Mm -hmm. um, than than any kind of check mark in -hmm. the column of you're now considered a a real true slave. That's one more yeah check mark that qualifies me for the role the, the full definition of a true slave right? right yeah that's i don't i don't know i've i'm interested in this warranty theory <laughs> <laughs> well i think I, I do think you know from a certain standpoint here's the thing we're not leather you know we're not consider we don't we do not consider ourselves leather right and 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 a lot of a lot of slaves um consider themselves essentially leather and I, i'm not saying all you know because there are a lot of slaves who don't 
and 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 whatever you consider yourself is how you self-identify and that's beautiful in itself it's i'm not saying that it's any different i'm just saying that we don't consider ourselves leather and i've i've talked to some of the leather people or people who consider themselves leather who say the slave registry is something that's important to them okay that they have that they have um that it means a lot because then they you know they they are they have uh, you know like the, uh, they they have to learn the secret handshake. There's a secret handshake. Yeah, I did not see that on the website. It was on the website. Was, I did yeah, not see it. it. Gave you a full. It, it had a it had a uh, a YouTube video and everything. Really? Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think for me, part of it is the collar is what we've built between us, and it's the the meaning is between us, and it seems to me that the register registry. Because I don't fully understand it yet, and I haven't talked to many people who have, you know, been registered or, or have different perspectives, um, it seems like a foreign a foreign entity, and I'm not sure like how that reflects on what we have between us, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, I understand that it it's meaningful, and that you did you took that step with with forethought and with. Um, you know, love, but I, it just feels like it was a step outside of us instead of, you know, something that we all built between us, Mm -hmm. like the collar. Mm -hmm. And so amongst my peers whom I've talked to about it, it's mostly the collar that has the deepest meaning in, in, in symbolism. And the registry is kind of, I don't know. Yeah. It's still kind of foreign to me right now. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I guess from my point of view, there are, there are, I, I've known, um, a handful of slaves who, when they first got their registry number, they were very, oh, well, it's just, you know, something to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then others, like, for instance, 410, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she, she, she calls herself 410 a lot because that is the first three of her of her slave number. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, the one of the women uh, that I was interviewing for quite some time, one of her greatest gifts to me was she had a, uh, a keychain with her, her uh, her barcode and slave number on it, and she wanted me to hold on to that as a as a memory, and so it became something that was much more important, as opposed to suddenly it was when she when they got it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. something that they kind of they, they felt that they were part of something uh, larger, something greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you're, you're you're absolutely right. The the collar and and what you do for us and what we do for you is 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 more intimate. And and, and holds more meaning and holds, and holds more, more holds more meaning for you currently. Right. And I'm not saying that, that that's going to ever change because it, the slave registry is something that is uh, like like you know getting a membership card somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's 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 how I see it. So like Sam's Club, the sure. Sam's Club for slavery. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I do understand. You said you know you said that it would be something that would stay with me forever throughout whatever relationships I find myself mm-hmm. in. Right. And I and I can take that and make that part of myself and my identity. I understand that. It's just as far as does it define, you know, my role or as a slave or as a submissive, it it doesn't right now. Um and I think the relationships that you have with people are are more important than you know, a number, but mm-hmm. that's just where I'm standing right now. So, mm-hmm. you're yeah actually sitting 
philosophically stand uh, metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted a little clarification. <laughs> you didn't. I looked over and you didn't appear to be standing. And so, I, oh, no. Just someone else wants to cat, voice right? their <laughs> opinion about the number that she received today as well. <laughs> Speaking so, of, of numbers and ways that people can be found on the internet. <laughs> interesting segue. <laughs> Shall we talk about how to contact us? Uh, sure. Did you also do this? The There's more to hear on the Erotic Yeah, Working you didn't hear me do that? Wow. No, I totally missed that. Ah. I'm, I feel, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't need it. I, well, okay. Non-pan attention. I'm telling you why. I'm sorry. I, I, you heard I, it here first. We people. don't have a. We don't have a. Uh, we don't have a producer, so I have to write down the notes. And yes. Where is the producer? At, I miss our producer. I do too. He's at his house. <laughs> Something about being in this fortress of solitude makes me lonely. Makes me miss Dan and Dawn. Okay. So back to how to contact us. Um, you can contact us on Fat Life. You can find us at either Barrick or Brat underscore Sheba. You can find me on Twitter at brat underscore Sheba or AIS underscore org. Uh, you can email us at Barrick and the letter N, Sheba at AOL or Yahoo or Hotmail or Gmail. Or you can reach us on our website at Pan Poly BDSM. That's P A N P O L Y B D S M dot com or adventures in sexuality dot org. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anything else you'd like to say, darling? Um, before I end this craziness, I don't. I don't know that it was. I don't know that it's that crazy. I, I don't really know that it's that crazy. I just. I'm uh, just glad that this is not a video podcast. No, no, because you. I, I I do like the pink pink horizontal striped pajamas with the nipples. Do you like that? Do That's, you like yeah. That? There's a little sparkle to it. It's fantastic. <laughs> And what you can't see is Barrick is wearing a t-shirt, but absolutely no bottoms. <laughs> That's why I was blushing, blushing during the anal talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that speaking note. Of, speaking right. of Barrick's ass, he'll be working it off for the next four weeks, getting everyone ready for Winter Wickedness, mm-hmm. which will be February 1st and 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, but before then, if you'd like to come out and meet us, that would be great. You can uh, join us at the Meet and Greet, which is the second Friday of each month. This time, it's actually on January 11th um, at the 8-Ball on Morris Road. I'm pointing out right now where Barrick is supposed to read. Let's see how quickly he catches on. Just in case you're wondering, uh, <laughs> Winter Wickedness tickets are sold out. And um, <laughs> and the waiting list is still open. We do have uh, um, we have had some cancellations. So if you are still interested in coming out to Winter Wickedness, get on the wait list yes, fast. Yes, and there's a certain boy who has not sent me an email about getting a ticket. And if this boy does not happen to do that, he is not going to be coming. Yep. And I mean that literally. <laughs> anyway, on that note, on that note, we're thanks, thanks for thanks for coming. We're gonna thanks, thanks for coming. We're gonna be going. Thanks again for listening to the BSing with Barrick and Sheba. We'll be back uh, on the first Monday of next month, which will be the day after. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, should, be the, yeah, that'll be one tired ass. Is that the one we're gonna do the drunken podcast? That's probably gonna be the drunken podcast. <laughs> So just in case you're curious, we were just talking about We were about watching early. something when we went to get our tattoos yesterday with our tattoo artist that he was showing us. What was it called? Uh, 
Drunk Funny, in History? No, it was Funny or Die, Drunk in History. Right, where they got this guy really wasted and then had him describe a point in history. Right. <laughs> And he was, he was telling the story of Nikolai Tesla. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. <laughs> and this guy would take, he would, like, pause to throw up, you know? And you're like, and Nikolai Tesla, he was like. He, he was, was like, like the like, Jesus just... of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> like the electric Jesus. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. So if we can do anything that funny for next month's <laughs> podcast, we will definitely give it a shot. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you uh Hopefully we'll be back. Uh, we we won't be in jail after winter wickedness. We will see you. Uh, we'll be back on the first Monday of next month uh, on February fourth, and, uh, and we okay. hope to hear from you now. Uh, I'm done. Go ahead, turn it off. <laughs>